Yeah, this is um, it's a good question because uh, my daughter. I got. A, I have a nine month old and a three year old, and the nine month old. <laughs> She won't. She won't sleep past five a.m. Oh, so yeah. my wife and I were laying in bed last night, and obviously it's hard to go to sleep. But it was, I was at one thirty at night, and I said, "We got to go to sleep." And uh, <laughs> and we looked at each other. He said, "You know, you know, our day is going to start at five in the morning." Oh, okay. And and like clockwork, uh, yeah. at five a.m., our youngest daughter you hear this squeak and squeal. So I got about three hours. Oh but, boy. You know, Oh, hey, it's a good morning. I'm not complaining. I think the whole Bay Area, I, I think the entire Bay Area was sleepless last night, Bob. The energy was so yeah. high. I don't think anybody could relax after that game in a good way. <laughs> yeah, that was, it was fun. I mean, our fans are, uh, you guys know, the fans The fans are unbelievable. And um, I'm really happy for uh, for all the people that have supported the team for so long and, and uh, just been loyal and have shown up and supported the team, even when the product um, – you know, wasn't great and uh, very, very fulfilling for me in the role that I'm in uh, to to see the fans get rewarded um, and see us win some playoff games. Let's talk specifically about. I want to go big picture with you a lot, but let's talk a little bit specifically about last night. Uh, did you think the team was tight in the first half? Yeah, I did a little bit. I mean, I think Denver Denver was playing uh, desperate. I mean, they were playing like it was an elimination game, so they were beating us to the punch on the rebounding edge. Um, getting second shots they were getting a lot of offensive rebounds so and look our players and you saw this i'm sure you're going to ask at the end of the game there was some tightness um psychologically mentally to our team uh curry and clay i think who are we, we've touted as the best shooting backcourt in the league i think we're one for 12 in the first half mm-hmm. so yeah i think there was some nerves i mean bogut bogut kept us in the game in the first half by uh, his defense and and production so he the fact that we were down two when we could have been down 15 at the half, was encouraging. Yeah, then third quarter comes, and then there's the kid, Steph Curry, who um, you guys invested in when you traded Monte. You said, this is the guy we're going with, and you went with him for moments like the third quarter last night. Uh, tell us here from your, you know, as a talent evaluator, how you saw that third quarter play out and what Steph did that was so impressive. You know, guys, you've seen him. I mean, I think the interesting thing that he's become is, I don't know what sport you compare it to, but it's almost like you're just waiting for him to explode. I mean, because he has now the ability to, to take a take a five minute stretch, a six minute stretch, and all and score fifteen to twenty points by himself. And now he's almost doing it consistently. It's like a it, it's like a home run hitter where you just know, you know he has hit home run three or four bats or five, six, seven, eight, whatever the, the highest uh, you know percent you can get, and he's going to do it. And so with Curry. You just knew he was going to break out. He's too good of a shooter. Like he finished four for eight from three, but he started one of six or something, or zero of six. But it's fun to watch. I mean, I'm, look, I, I'm, I'm a human being. I mean, you know, we're not all cynics in the front office position, so I, I like watching him play. And just a unique player, um, what he can do, and, and and the team feeds off it too. I mean, that third quarter won us the game. I mean, uh, so he put us on his back. Uh, he's done it done for for all year. So uh, very happy for him. Yeah, very talking about talking about a guy about putting putting a team on his back at times. And I think we saw this several times in this series. Was Andrew Bogut? I just maybe you can just talk a little bit about the impact he had on this series. And uh, you know, for the people that were frustrated when when he couldn't play and he was hurt, and we were and I was one of those people. We were waiting for him to get out there, and now to see him on the floor. I, I don't even know if he's at at one hundred percent, but the difference he's making maybe you can speak to that a little bit too yeah he um you know waited he got interviewed uh it's been a rough go for him all year and i think more than people know just the frustration of uh he he's he's he sees what people say he's he's human i mean he hears all the comments um 
you know, and 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 there was a lot of them, and 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 a lot of them were deserved. I mean, he he, he was hurt, and uh, you know, people wanted to see a healthy Bogut. They wanted to see a productive Bogut, um, and he took a lot of that to heart. But he kept doing his rehab, he kept doing his work, and in the biggest game uh, for us, uh, and the biggest game for him, he came out and produced. And so he's not healthy. He's doing everything he can to stay healthy, but. Um, what we saw from him last night is, is really what we envisioned. And, and, and to be honest, guys, it's what he is capable of, um, being the guy he was last night. And he's a force. I mean, if, if you're facing a guy like that, forget about the four blocks he had. You think twice about going in the paint when a guy like Bogut is down there. So he was what we thought he could be, but uh, it's, been a, it's been a bumpy road. Uh, I waited for him to do his interview last night and just uh, – Walked over to him and and uh, had a had a great moment with him. And he said, "Hey, man, you know, thanks for hanging in there because um, you know you really you could argue you won us the game and what was the biggest game for our for our franchise in a long time. So extremely happy for him and um, any praise he gets now or recognition is is well deserved." Amazing performance, 21 rebounds, dominant, everything, you're right. It was like everything that Frust built up for him over the last year exploded on that stage in yeah. front of the Warriors fans. Great, great moment, man, really fun. <laughs> Why were sports fans? Bob, now you're young, you're a Bay Area guy, grew up in Danville, yeah. right? Or Alamo, yeah. or whatever, is it Danville or Alamo, I'm not sure. Alamo. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's very, Alamo can't, can't tell an Alamo kid he grew up in Danville, right? <laughs> don't even That's, try. Those no, are no, fighting no. words, don't right? Don't piss off Bob. Yeah, 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 turf battles. Turf totally. battles, right? Totally. My Benz right. versus your Beamer, right? <laughs> there you go, but but here's the here's the catch, Bob. Is that uh, the the twenty rebound mark hadn't been done by a warrior in the playoffs since? And now this is my era, Larry, Mister Mean Smith. Do you remember him? Were you too young? Yeah, no, no. I mean, he had his own section. He did. He was my guy. I mean, I I, I know I heard you say he's your favorite third favorite player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you know, I I, I love. It's funny because everybody loved Larry Smith. I mean, everybody loved this. He wasn't extremely skilled. But uh, he brought it uh, every every night and did his job. And um, you know those guys are hard to find. You think they're a dime a dozen, uh, but those guys are very hard to find in the NBA. But I was telling somebody last night, um, I got interviewed before the game, and I, and growing up here, it's a it's a different thing being a general management team that was was your team growing up. Um, I don't know if you guys you know if you guys grew up here or around. Or you yeah, 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 oh, yeah. I mean, imagine imagine being in that position. It's kind of um, surreal in a lot of moments to feel like, you know, this is a team that I would be cheering for. I mean, if I was still living here, um, I would be wrapped up in the Warriors, and I'd be wanting to go to a playoff game, and I'd be excited to go to Oracle Arena and sit with that crowd, because that was my team um, growing up. So I, I'm excited to be a small part of uh, the reason that we're, we're, we're back on track or, or going in the right direction, I think, and um, more so, like I said, for the fans, it's I mean, it's unbelievable to, to see um, how appreciative they are and how, like I said, enthusiastic. You guys go around the NBA, and I was in Denver for for three of the games there. It's, it's not even close. I mean, that's a team that lost three games at home. Also, it was thirty-eight and three, and their crowd was was half as loud as that. Um, just it, it's a very unique crowd at Oracle, and very happy to see um, them watch some success. Hey, Bob, when did you find out about uh, David Lee's availability all of a sudden? I mean, because during pregame, all of a sudden, it started circulating. Hey, David Lee's in uniform. He's taking layup drills, and he did get on the floor for about a minute and a half, I guess. But, you know, outside of the emotional lift that that gave the the team in the moment, I mean, did you guys expect any kind of production there from him? You know, when David, uh, when I was at the game in Denver, and and everybody was pretty 
pretty sullen after the game we lost, and, and I said David's done for the series, and and we get the MRI, and his muscles completely torn, and doctors consult and say, well, you know, he'll be back in a couple months. You know, you never know. Quickest the guys ever come back is four weeks or something to that degree. But I asked David, I said, how's it feeling? He said, you know, it's 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 interesting. It it doesn't hurt, and. Um, so that doesn't make sense. And, he's, and then I asked our trainer, he said, well, when he tore the muscle, he tore all the nerve endings off. That's why it doesn't hurt. Wow. So it wasn't necessarily a great response. But, 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 you know, before, you know, and then you contemplate, did she have surgery or not? We got some great uh, doctors on our staff from Stanford, and we, we, we got some second opinions. And the short version is um, she wasn't having a lot of pain. So he started trying to do a couple things um, and see when the pain would set in. And he kept doing more and more and more until it got to the point where he said, "Look, I can, I can go out there for a couple minutes." And, and my um, response as the general manager of the team was, "This is crazy. This is stupid. Um, you know, we, you're, you're a part of our future. Why would we risk anything?" And then we consulted with uh, some of the top uh, hip specialists in the country. And to my surprise, everybody said, "Look, if he feels like he can go out there a little bit, you can give it a shot. You're not, you're not endangering anything to a great degree." So I uh, left it in Mark's hands, met with the coach before the game, and we said, I said, look, you know, obviously he's, he is in pain. I mean, he's not, he, whether he can recover in a week or two, who knows. But he, he, he said, Mark said, look, I might throw him out there for a couple minutes and, and just for the crowd and, and, the, and the kind of psychological impact. And, uh, and for David, it was great. I mean, for him to get out there, yeah. even though a minute, he got a rebound and missed a shot real last after the game. But, uh, <laughs> It's, injuries are a funny thing. I mean, he, a lot of people that saw him said they've never seen anybody recover this quickly. I don't want to get everybody's hopes up and say he's going to be back for the next series. We don't know. But he's healing very quickly. It's, it's pretty surprising. There's a lot to get to with Bob Myers. We only have a couple more minutes left, but we're thanking the Warriors GM for coming on. Uh, who, by the way, Mark Spears from Yahoo, good NBA veteran, said you got to be in the running for executive of the year. You don't want to hear it, I know, but we'll say it. <laughs> and one of the reasons is is because 34 picks were made in the NBA draft, and you guys were on the clock. And you had Harrison Barnes, and you had Festus Azili. Can you take us to your draft board as best you can, concisely as you can, where Draymond Green was, what the discussion was in the room, and what did you guys think you were getting, and then flash forward to last night? Yeah, I'll tell you what. I mean, it's a, it's a somewhat interesting story. We we had targeted Azili and Draymond, but we had prioritized Festus because of his size and his position. So... Our goal all along was to try and buy another or trade for another first-round pick to move up to get Festus. We were going to try to take the 30th and 35th pick, which we had, and move up to the early 20s to grab Azili just to have that center position. And we found that um, as the draft began, that would be that that would be something that was going to be hard to do. A lot of teams were balking at it; they didn't want to move the 23rd or fourth pick for the 30th and 35th. But then we got on the phone with. Festus's agent, which happens in the NBA, because I, and I, I know that from being the agent, and, and on our side, and you're saying, where do you think your guy's going to go? And his agent was saying, look, he might be there at 30. You might just sit tight, which we were very surprised to see the possibility of Festus being there at 30. So he ends up getting there, which we were very surprised. So that means we, 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 would all, we, would, we took him there, very excited, and then at 35, we got a couple phone calls for people who wanted our pick. So we had huddled up and we said the only way we're keeping that pick is if Draymond Green is there, because that's the next guy we wanted um, on our board. We didn't think he'd be there. I mean, we had Draymond targeted. We had him gone in the early 20s. Um, he was the favorite player of, of Joe uh, Joe's fiance. So we we'd all been joking around. <laughs> wow, you know, if we could if we could get Draymond Green, but 
it's you know the, I'm shocked, and I think a lot of people post draft who comment on Draymond Green and, and the value you got with him. Everybody that I see throughout the league would say, "Hey, great pick with Draymond Green," and I think he's going to be a great player. But I was sitting there going, well, "Why didn't anybody pick him?" If uh, if everybody's commenting on how good he's going to be, you know, why didn't you guys take him? Right, but, right, right. but he had his ups and downs. I mean, he had his ups and downs, and um, I think Bogut said it well in his press conference after the game, which was the knock on Draymond was, "What is he? Is he a three? Is he a four? Is he an athlete? Can he shoot?" And probably the answer to all that is no. <laughs> but Bogut said it pretty good. He said, "What is he? He's a winner. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the guy wins basketball games." And you saw. The play where we were getting tight in the fourth quarter, nobody really wanted the ball, and he took the ball, just dribbled it in, laid it up with his right hand, and I think that broke the ice a little bit. But you know, great. You guys have probably had him on. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. He's one of the best guys. Great interview. Yeah, but he's not afraid of a big moment. No, he's really been in a lot of big moments, and for a rookie, uh, he he's. Uh, pretty special player. And that to me, Bob, and you, you and I are both huge college basketball fans, being Bruins and you being a national champ at UCLA, that to me is, is such a, a... Tom Izzo had a role in that, don't you think? That he's kind of a product of that winning Michigan State program. And he stayed all four years, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, look, when, it's not a coincidence that uh, he was, you know, he's a leading rebounder in Michigan State history, but he got a great, he had a great coach, and uh, you know, you know, winning is a, winning is a skill. I, I People think it's crazy when I say that, but Knowing how to win is a skill, just like being able to jump high and shoot the ball. Knowing how to win, and he just he has that ability, and and, he, and a lot of people saw last night on a pretty pretty grand stage for him. Man, what a fun 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 night! What a short 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 night of sleep you got. So try to get a cat nap, Bob. <laughs> I know we can't even we didn't even talk Spurs. Maybe we'll try to do that Monday. But to me, yeah, it's like we'll we it. we got to reflect on on what happened before we look ahead. And hey, uh, your your head coach is coming on in about fifteen minutes. And I know you'll see him Good. later in the office. You got a quick message for him though this morning. We can yeah, pass so, on. Yeah, tell him I uh, I think you're ready for the Spurs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get get to work. Get off the get off the radio and go to work. We can right? a lot. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Hey, Bob, you are always accessible and gracious with your time, and uh, everybody's admiring the work, man. So thanks nice for coming on. Thank you, man. Congratulations. Enjoy it for at least a little bit before you get to work. All right. All right, guys. Thanks. Take Peace. care. Appreciate it.